You never know. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today, is. do you think it's going to be our last check-in before Truba's discussion? I think so. Okay, because I, I finished it and it's not that, it's not, it's an easy read, I think, so. Yeah, I picked it up on Friday nice. and we're about to hit Thanksgiving week, so I should be able to read it during Thanksgiving. That will be my main focus. Um, before we get started, I do want to say... We are testing out our sound and recording, so like, like with the, I don't know what happened during the Whisper Network one, but you can barely hear me. That is like the worst audio ever. Well, Whisper Network uh, was when we were trying to switch over, yeah. and things didn't work, so I had to go back to our old version. So I can't, yeah. like, now I can adjust our volumes to try to match. Yeah, and then now we're trying a new recording thing. So there's still some background noise we're working on, so we apologize, but the sound is so much better. Yes. So, please bear with us. Um, we're not professionals. We don't know what we're doing. There is there's a lot in this program that I need to figure out and can play with, but I just haven't had time to kind of look at that. So Yeah, no. Um, I just know, like, last week's episode, like, at some points when we're talking, you hear, like, some buzzing, and then it kind of goes away, which is good. And it's it's nice because I can, now that we get, like, my individual file and your individual file, it's easier to pinpoint where that's coming from and fix, so. Yeah. But I just wanted to, like, that's why our sounds are a little different for the last few weeks is we're trying something new. Hopefully for the better. Appreciate. I think it's better. Oh. Why is my computer pulling up the weather report? Okay. We're better. Oh. There you go. Oh. Um. Yeah, so I should be able to f- read Troop Biz during the week of Thanksgiving, and we should be ready to discuss the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. It probably could be... That Saturday or Sunday, whenever we possi- Possibly the first episode for December, I think. Yeah. I can't believe we're already going to be three books in. Three books in, and I just completely forget that Oprah existed at the beginning of this year. I just feel like it dragged on. Like, I don't think we made it through three books this fast. No. And, I mean, you know, Anna- like, we'd have pushed on the side. I think both Dickens got pushed back a little bit. Anna, mean, Corona Anna Corona took us... Took two, two months? Three, I think. I don't even know. Um, but... So, yeah. So then, after that discussion, we'll definitely be announcing the next three books. Three books. And then... I mean, it might be safe to assume we'll be on the 4th in January, like, done in January, so. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. That'll be our December. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. I finished American Dirt last night. I really liked it. I liked the story. I liked it a lot. Um, I rated it, and then I took my rating off because I want to like, dig deeper into this, the controversy behind it. I want to be able to understand it, and I want to make sure that, like, it's a fictional novel, it's, like, I don't know, I just want to, like, make sure I understand the controversy behind it, and be better at, in learning about that, but also 
it's still a book I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. But before I discuss more into it, I definitely want to kind of dig deeper into where the controversy is coming from and, like, the author, if she has any comments on it. Because I think most of the controversy came out in 2020, so it's been two plus years. Yes. So, but. I like that. It was. I like yeah. learning correct yeah, and like, things about, yeah, like, for and myself so I just, and for others. Yeah, and if it's, if it's a way for me to, like, figure out where the controversy is coming from and then this is a way that these are other books that you can read to like learn these things then. So, but I did finish it nice. last night and then hidden pictures found out it's due tomorrow at six twenty PM. Why are we recording? Get on that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was due Tuesday cause it said it was the 22nd. And then when I checked my Libby app, it was like, it's going to be, removed at 6 20 p.m on the 21st so i was like oh well and i tried to renew it it won't let me renew it so that is what i'm going to be doing today i mean i think i'm 150 pages in so and it's a pretty fast read that's good so i think i can finish it today if not maybe during lunch tomorrow at work i kind of like it nice yeah i kind of i kind of like it i I thought it was a mystery thriller book, but then I was looking on the Goodread Awards. They came out the first round of the Goodread Awards, and it is listed under horror. Oh. So I was like, oh, well, well, God. Well. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, though, like, horror isn't always, like, the yeah. book is classified as horror, but it's more of a, like slasher yeah i mean there's definitely some like little jumpy parts and some like yeah but i thought it was i thought it was gonna be more towards the mystery thriller but we'll see but yeah and then on friday i finished listening to i'm glad my mom died (gasps) okay we can have a discussion on that because i finished that as well yeah that was a rough read that was yeah, when she was, like, when when I knew I was at the end, I just kind of sat there and was like, no person should ever have to go through what she went through. No. It was one of the saddest books. And, like, again, like, you think about, like, these are things that nobody ever knew. Like, you think that she's having, like, the career of her life, like, with this great show on Nickelodeon and then she has a spinoff with Ariana Grande and you just don't know any of the behind the scenes that's happening. And I remember when uh, Sam and Kat like, it only lasted like a season? Season and a half? Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when it said- was cancelled or it went off and Jeanette McCurdy was painted as like jealous of Ariana Grande mm-hmm. uh, was mad that she was getting paid for when in reality like, she lays out all these things in the book where she was like, you know, I was essentially trapped at Nickelodeon mm-hmm. with this, the creator, who it's pretty obvious, it's Dan Schneider, while she was able to, like, go out, do her singing, they were super flexible with her, yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, she mentions, like, um, Ariana had to go, had a singing engagement, and so the episode that they filmed was Ariana's character was stuck in a box. Yeah. 
So she was acting with a box this whole episode. Yeah. And like when she had to, when she wanted to have like other like job opportunities, Nickelodeon was like absolutely not. Yeah. No, yeah, it was it was pretty eye opening. Um I think one of the the saddest parts for me is like when she's telling this story the way she talks about her mom is like she loved her mom she would do anything for her mom her mom would do anything for her her mom would book her these auditions her mom told her how to like count calories so that she could lose weight and so that she could book these um auditions for younger characters and the way she's talking she's like my mom did all these wonderful things. And then the first time she goes to therapy for her eating disorder and she's explaining these things to her therapist, her therapist is like, that's abuse. Yeah. And like the shock on her was like, no, my mom was trying to be, she was promoting my career. She was helping. Yeah. She wanted me to have this. Yeah. She wanted me to have a career that she never got to have. And she wanted to do all these great things for me. And I think, I think it's that moment where she realizes these were not great things that her mom did. And I think that was really hard because in the whole beginning of the book, everything that she does, she's talking about how her mom is doing these wonderful things for her. And she's teaching her how to like eat these salads and count your calories and just, I don't know. And then to finally see that change in that mindset. And I think even then, it was hard because she immediately texted her therapist and was like, I don't need to see you again. We're done. She didn't want to, like, confront that like, fact, like, shatter her entire yeah. childhood thinking about that. It makes yeah. me it makes me so sad and mad seeing that where, you know, like, a child, they're, the number one person they should be able to go to and trust is their mom, like, their parents. Yeah. And when their parents abuse that trust... Or manipulate, like in this case, she really manipulated it into getting what yeah. she wanted. Like, that, it's so heartbreaking to me. Yeah, I think there was, like, a scene where she, like, told her mom, like, she didn't, like, her favorite color wasn't pink. Or there was something that was, like, something, oh, her favorite ice cream wasn't, like, the coconut one anymore. Yeah. And her mom was like, what? What do you mean? And then to please her mom, she was like, I'm just kidding. That's the, That's my favorite. Yeah. And, like, her mom would always play the, but you're my best friend, and stuff like that. And you don't expect a child to know that what's happening to her is abuse. Yeah. And, like, to learn about their living situation. Like, that they were living me. on... Sleeping on the gymnastics mats? In the living room? Yeah. It was just... It, it was one of the saddest books that I've read, and I just think, like you said, like, if you read this thinking, like, you didn't know that it was real, you're like, there's no way. Yeah, there, I was like, this is this would be, a, like, melodramatic, over the yeah. top. Again, I think we like, talked not- about it last time, where she was like, your brothers hate you, you're dead to me, you're a whore and a slut. Oh, by the way, our fridge is broken, can you send money for it? I was like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, P.S., send money for the broken fridge. What? And I'm, like, I just, and then, like, so, like, I think it was last year they did the iCarly reboot, and she was a main character in that show, and and when she didn't do it, I think, you know, there was speculation as to why, and you learn that she didn't want to have flashbacks of how she felt when she was filming the original iCarly. It was very, like, traumatic for her. I don't blame her yes. for not going back. There's, yeah. Like, Miranda Cosgrove was the only good memory for her, essentially. And and I think, I think what I liked is, like, Miranda supported her in this decision. 
like she was gonna try to persuade her, but she knew that why she wasn't why she wasn't going to do it. Because mm-hmm. I do, I think at this, like you're like, well, how are they gonna do a reboot without her? She's literally a third of the main cast, and so yeah, that was yeah. Oh, and that I that was rough. I so they give it four or five stars. I don't remember. Um, I read some. I mean, the majority are four and five stars, but I read some lower ones, and the biggest complaint seemed to be that there was no self-reflection at the end. Like, it was her just basically telling what it was, but my response to that was, she's still coming to terms with it. It's like, I consider this memoir, her writing this, a part of her journey to heal, and she's not ready for that self-reflection yet. Like, that deep self-reflection. Because there was some in there. Because, yeah, I think, like, talking about her sobriety and talking about her eating disorder and how she tried to, like, there was days where she was like, I didn't throw up this day, but two days later I had to force myself to, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I think there was some self-reflection where she knew that she needed to get sober and that she did have an eating disorder and that this wasn't normal. So, I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know if I would agree with that, that she didn't have any, but I think this book and I think her doing, like, because she's been doing some press lately, like we talked about, she was on the Red Table discussion, and she also did um, Dak Shepard. Ar- yeah, Armchair Expert, that podcast. Yeah, she, yeah, she did his podcast recently, so I think, like, I think she, yeah, I mean, it's going to take a lot to heal. Like, I think even when her mom died in 2013, she, d- she didn't know that what was happening. Like, the scene where she talked about, like, when her mom was in a coma, and she's like, I know how to wake her up, and it was, Mom, I'm down 89 pounds. Like, yeah. I weigh 89 pounds. Mm-hmm. I I remember, I didn't really watch a whole lot of iCarly growing up. I was kind of, like, I was kind of past that a little bit. Yeah. But my younger yeah, sister would was, watch it. And yeah. I never even thought, like, it didn't even phase me how skinny she was at the time. And part of that was because that was the look that was in like being thin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, but, they played younger characters. Yeah. So you didn't think anything of it. Um, and then I went back and looked at pictures and like, I was like, Oh my God, her arms are so, so thin. Like it's, it wasn't, Hey, you're just, you're just naturally going to be very thin. It was, yeah. this is, this is sick. Like you don't look healthy. Yeah, and then, like, when the doctor was asking her mom about it, mm-hmm. her mom, like, threw her, like, under the bus yeah. and was like, oh, like, I'll talk to her and stuff. And, like, she was like, you're the one that's telling me to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I know it's, like, an actual disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, but it would not surprise me one bit if her mom is, like, a classic example of that like the way she yeah. used love to kind of twist things into her favor, the guilt, like like yeah. getting and very she angry always... and lashing out and then immediately being like, oh, I do this because I love you. You're my baby. Yeah. yeah. Or would she would always be like when she would go to an audition, she'd be like, tell him I have cancer. Oh, that was what? Tell, like, that was... Tell, him, tell him I have cancer. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. It almost like. Reminds me, like, of the opposite of, like, um, is it Stockholm Syndrome? Where, like, mm-hmm. 
the one where you start to sympathize you, with your captors. Oh no 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 okay so not that one the one um where the mom like tells everybody that her kid is sick. Oh Munchausen's Munchausen by proxy. Yes sorry yeah. yes like it's like it's almost like the opposite of that like but like using still that sympathy yeah. to get what you want kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was, that was a pretty, it's eye-opening. Oh, dropped my mug. Um, yeah, it was, it was rough. And then I was so, like, happy for her towards the end where she, on the set, uh, or the set of the one show up in Toronto, which now I can't remember the name of. Um, mm-hmm. I remember seeing it on Netflix. She met that guy, and she was like, this was the first time I felt true love, and didn't like being away from him, and then they were gone, and he came back, and he was like, found God, I really want to, like, work on finding my religion, and she was just like, alright, I'll go along with it, and then he leaves again, and he comes back, and he was like, oh no, no, I figured it out, I'm Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud. And then I felt bad because I was like, this man is obviously going through something. And then I read the next line where Jeanette was like, I laughed out loud. I was like, okay. So she had the same reaction. I did. Yeah, I liked I liked how open she was about so many things that she went through. Like, yeah. she did not hold anything back. Um, there's definitely some trigger warnings. I don't know what just happened over on your side. I, I reached out with my hand and my nail, like, bent back. Oh, my jeans. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, definitely some trigger warnings for things that happen, um, but highly recommend people either reading this book, listening to it. She's the narrator of the audiobook, so it was really good. Like, I immediately told my mom, I was like, I will share it with you on my Audible account if you want to listen to it. Like, it is, it was, and it's only like, it's less than seven hours. It, so. Yeah, I think I read it nearly in a day two like yeah. two days or something and yeah when i was reading it i was like oh these are very short chapters <laughs> and i thought oh yeah it was yeah no it was a constant like every chapter was like two minutes long yeah the thing. i was like oh this is great like when one was like five minutes long i was like oh that's a long chapter <laughs> seven pages yeah. um yeah um but it's also, I, I mentioned earlier, like, the Goodread Awards, like, they've just come out. It's just, right now, it's that, that first round of it. Like, you can go vote for, and it has a bunch of different categories. Um, so I I wrote some down that, like, stuck out to me. Because there's quite a bit on here that I was like, oh, like, I've read, or it's on my list. Um, so, like, for that one, for memoirs and autobiographies, I'm glad my mom died is on there. So, I, um, I could see would imagine that one winning. Yeah. Um, for the fiction category, um, True Biz is on there. Oh, good. I, yeah. I, so that one I accidentally put my rating again. And then I was like, You definitely oh. did. <laughs> and I saw it. Because <laughs> I didn't know you had finished. So I was just like, Do, do, do. And then, yeah. Yeah, Becca commented on it. She was like, Dang, that was quick. And I was like, I really. You saw my. <laughs> I'll leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so True Biz is on there, Remarkably Bright Creatures, which is that book I keep mentioning, is on there. And then The Winners, which is the Beartown number three, is also a nominee for fiction. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, for mystery and thrillers, again, I'm not listing all of them. Everybody can go into Goodreads. These are just ones that stuck out to me that either we've talked about or I know that we've read. Um, for mystery and thriller, um, the book of cold cases, which I believe you read, but you did not enjoy. It wasn't Um, bad. It was just (laughs) not your favorite. Not my favorite. Yeah. Um, the maid, the Paris apartment and a flicker in the dark, which are all three books that I've read this year on there. I think if I was going to choose one of those to win, I think I would choose a flicker in the dark. Um, and then for historical fiction, um, Violetta, which is by Isabel Allende, is on there. Um, Carrie Soto is back, which is by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Mm-hmm. And then a book that's been on hold for a while for me when I had like all those ebooks on hold was um, Lessons in Chemistry. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things. Like, that one always pops up on Book yeah. and Bookstagram. And that one's also for historical fiction. Um, for fantasy, the two that stuck out to me were, um, Fairy Tale by Stephen King, and then Babel. Oh, nice. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting. Still waiting. Still waiting over there. Um, for romance, the two books that, um, I listed were Reminders of Him, which was by Colleen Hoover, which I read earlier this year, and then Book Lovers, which is by Emily Henry, which I read Beach Read this year by her, so. Um, and then as I mentioned earlier... Um, horror had hidden pictures on it, so then I was like, oh no. <laughs> I don't know how this book's gonna go now. <laughs> um, and then I'm Glad My Mom Died was for a memoir and autobiography. And then for debut novel, not novels? Novels. N- novels over here. Debut novels, um, The Maid, Lessons in Chemistry, A Flicker in the Dark, and Remarkably, Remarkably Bright Creatures were all listed on those. And again, there's a few other categories. There's like young adult, young adult fantasy, um, middle grade and stuff. But some of those, like, I just haven't heard of those books. So nothing stuck out to me. Um, and I think there's like a nonfiction category and stuff like that. So, um, but I thought it was cool. Cause I was like, Oh, there's quite a few books on here that I have read. read. Yeah. Like- looking through it now and i've only voted mm-hmm. in one so far because i haven't read which a lot one? more like a lot of these yeah and so i don't want to don't want to vote like for example if Babel's really really good and i vote for the only other one on there i've read like i don't and then i read Babel and i'm like man that i should have voted for that one yeah well the good thing is is like this is just the opening round so like if Babel makes it to the next round and you've read, you've it, read it then yeah you'll get a chance um she's coming out with another book that i feel like you would really really like too and it's called uh-oh. yellow face where there's this very famous it sounds like it's very similar to what was it called the plot that you read mm-hmm. so um this asian author drop dies this white woman like starts kind of pretending to be her because famous author and having to kind of take on that she's this, like, Asian woman. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, this sounds so good. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it says, opening rounds are through the 27th of November, and then the final round is the 29th through December 4th, and then the winners are announced December 8th. So it's actually pretty quick. So my question is, like, you should be allowed to vote even if you haven't read every book nominated, correct? 
Correct. Okay. So, like, for fiction... Actually, I haven't read... Maybe I won't <laughs> vote until I've read True Biz. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like, some of them... Yeah. Some of them either haven't read any, or, yeah. like, Book of Cold Cases. That was really the only one I read, and I was like... Oh. Yeah. So I don't want to vote. I know. I feel like with Mystery and Thrillers, I can vote, because I read three of them. So, and I'll probably vote for A Flicker in the Dark for that one. And there's nothing else on there that I'm planning to read this year. So I'm going to do that. Well, like the graphic novel one, there's oh yeah, there's a few that I've read like earlier, um, issues and stuff. Or there's there's like uh, ones that I recognize where I only see like the short like oddball Sarah Scribbles. I see her her all over Instagram, and they always crack me up so much. But I haven't read this one. And then yeah. Saga is another one that I really really liked, but never kept up with it. Um, did, have you read Carrie Soto was back yet, or no? Not yet. Okay, okay. I know, I think Becca has. Yeah. I can remember. I mean, and maybe I'll be voting for hidden pictures in the horror category, but we'll see. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to remember books you've read, but I I don't think any of these. I, don't, I haven't read, like, an entire, like, a whole lot from here. Yeah. I didn't realize how many, like, 2022 books I've read this year. Like, new releases. New releases. Yeah. They even have a poetry category. Yeah, not for me. I know. I was like, I well, I'm, can't I'm vote on that. I'm about halfway through Frankenstein right now. And her oh, husband, nice. Percy Shelley, like, he did a lot of poetry and stuff. We only learned, like, a small snippet of him. Like, 10th grade honors English. And I texted my friend who, that's her, like, Frankenstein's her favorite book. And I was like, do I have to read these opening letters? Because it's kind of agreed upon that even though it says Mary Shelley wrote them, that it was actually her husband that wrote them and stuck them in the beginning. I was like, because he's a little bitch and I hate it. <laughs> she was like, yeah, you got to read them. And I was like, damn it. Oh, no. Because it does set up a good chunk of the book. Damn. So that's what you're currently reading is Frankenstein? Yes. And I actually feel like you might enjoy it as well. But what I did was download the audiobook. And I find that doing that and reading at the same time is doing a very, that's like a very good reading experience. Because it's done by Dan Stevens. Who, okay. The only one I can think of that he's been in was the live action Beauty and the Beast remake. I think he played the Beast. But his, oh, his okay. voice and his pacing is very, very good. It really immerses you in the story. Um, nice. And I'm really enjoying it so far. I understand why it's her favorite book. Okay. So, oh, I have not read any middle grade and children's books, so I will get off that. <laughs> no, I was like, unless you read some to Ollie, I was like, I can't. Nah. He's currently oh, stuck on a book called Dragons Love Tacos. You know what? Which is a great book. What? Yeah, I don't understand why it's you hilarious. Be and that's what's going to be his birthday theme this year. <gasps> Because every time we're like, all right, go pick out a book. He's like, Jack and Love Tacos. <laughs> like, okay. Nice. So, as I mean, you can imagine, like, we're going to serve tacos. I mean, I feel like that fits y'all pretty well, tacos. Like, I don't... Yeah. I wouldn't know anything. I wouldn't expect anything less. No. <laughs> tacos, queso, oh, you know, queso. the works. Yeah. <sighs> we're doing um, Mexican food for Christmas this year. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah. We're so I was like, mm. sorry, go ahead. No, I was just like, we're gonna, so we're definitely going to be making some like queso in the crock pot. Right. We're doing barbecue for Thanksgiving. Because oh, none nice. of us are really big. Like, other than, like, I like the carbs of Thanksgiving, the stuffing, yeah. the rolls. But I'm not a big right. turkey person. No. And none of us really are. And so we're just going to do barbecue. I'm going to make some brownies. And do you remember those little, like, pretzels with the Rolos? And you kind of yes. warm them up and you stick the pecan on top. I'm going to make a bunch of those. Pro- like, make some mac and cheese and just eat that. Yeah. So. Since it's just going to be, like, my mom and I and then my grandparents for Thanksgiving, um, my grandmother's just going to buy, like, a bunch of, like, fancy deli meats and cheeses and we're just going to do sandwiches. Nice. Like, but, like, the works. Like, like not just, sandwiches. Like, like, you get the fancy Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, Subway style, like, yeah. the works. We got mm-hmm. bread from Jimmy Bo- Jimmy John. Jimmy Boss. Oh, well. <laughs> it's the knockoff Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's um, <laughs> to make meatball subs, and that was a good idea. Oh, oh yeah, like they have that good French bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would taste good. Yeah, so that's what. So I'm definitely doing like nothing traditional. The only thing I requested for Thanksgiving is I just need a pumpkin pie, and then I'm good. like, because I'm with you. Like the turkey, I always feel like the turkey's too dry. It's just. My parents fry their turkey, and it's good. Oh, that, yeah, that's good. But there's always so many leftovers, and by the time, like, dinner the next day hits, I'm pretty much like, can we get flautas? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want, I want turkey. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want turkey again. I've had it three times yesterday. I don't want poultry. Yeah, like, I'm with you. Like, my favorite things are, like, the rolls and the mashed potatoes, yeah. and then, and then the pumpkin pie. <laughs> like, that's where I'm at. So, yeah, I... I can't believe, I can't believe it's Thanksgiving. Ooh. Yikes! It's insane to me. Insane. Insane in the memory. All right. Anything else? Uh, well, I have a bunch of books on hold, so I know oh, last yeah. time I was like, I'm just gonna read my bookshelf. Um, <laughs> what books do you? Put in books? So I still have Babel. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think I talked that I had the Secret History on hold. And oh, might have also turn. mentioned Bones and All. I think I mentioned Bones and All. But Which I, one was that? That's the one where the girl is kind of abandoned by her mother and finds out she's a cannibal. Oh. <laughs> there's, yep. there's the movie. So it's... Let me show you. Well, I'm not going to show you. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so it's listed at the library under Young Adult. The movie is rated R. Oh. And it looks incredibly violent. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering if this is one of those, like, hey, maybe it should have been bumped up a little bit. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have categorized it as a young adult. So I'll read it and I'll let you know. Um, okay. So that one. But then, did I already say the secret history? I said the secret history. Yeah. Then I came across this real TikTok, whatever, um, about, oh, like, good. It was this girl, and she did horror books that she thought were fun, and she used the term cute, but, like, fun, enjoyable, and then horror books that fucked her up. <laughs> and so, of course, I got a bunch from there. Um, I feel like that's that's you and me, like, how we'd want horror books. Like, yes. I want the, like, cute whatever, and you want the ones that are going to scare the shit out of you. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I put The Deep by Nick Cutter, which I listened to the troupe. And I wasn't a super big fan of it. Like, it was good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, because I don't like body horror. And this was, like, there's this parasite, yeah. and people are like, Yeah, Ugh. I've heard, 
I've heard really weird things about the troop and like that it is pretty disturbing. Yeah. Um, so this one, and I'm already freaked out just reading the synopsis. So there's a, um, okay. Is this the one with like that mermaid on the cover? No. Oh, who's this one by Nick Cutter? Oh, no, I saw the one you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, this is different. Okay. So this is one, there's a play going around that causes people to, uh, forget things. So it starts small, like, where did I, you know, where did I put that down? What am I doing? Like my day-to-day life. Um, but then it starts to progress and then, you know, I can't remember how to drive. What's the alphabet? How do I read? And eventually their body forgets how to function and they die. So everything shuts down and they die. But then they find out deep, deep, deep in this Pacific Ocean, in the uh, Mariana Trench, there's this substance that can heal, heal it, basically heal almost anything. Um, And they're like, this is great. This is how we can get rid of this disease. But they have to assemble this team in this lab and build it underneath the sea's surface. And then the there's like communication with the lab station cuts off. And so there's a team that has to go down there and figure it out and then encounter, you know, horrors and stuff. But the idea, like I always hate the, like hated the idea of having to go that far down in the ocean. It feels so claustrophobic to me. Uh Like you can't just swim up. How do you get away from things? Like it just, the whole thing freaks me out. So yeah. I'm like, maybe this is one that I'll actually really enjoy by him. Because I've heard nothing but good things about him and his horror, like his other horror novels. So I'm going to give that one well, a try. On Goodreads, the first review that pops up says, I hope Nick Cutter is prepared to pay for all the fucking therapy I'm going to need because of this book. Well, somebody else in the comments <laughs> on the reel that I saw, they were like, so Nick Cutter just lives with that in his head every day? <laughs> um, so... um. This one said, um, I'm no scaredy cat, but I would call this book a psychological horror story. And then it says, let me begin, but then they go into more, but I won't read all that. Um, and then also on that list, but it was, it was office, like one of the cute ones, like fun ones. And I think it's on your list. The final girl support group yeah, by Grady Hendrix. And so I, I didn't think about it until it popped up on there but he also wrote this other book called horror store which is about a haunted ikea which i had read a couple of years ago and i loved it and oh I you read never, it yeah i loved it and i just never followed up with any of his other books so um i was going through his list of things that looked really good so i added final girl support group yeah and one called my best that friend's was- exorcism which had great reviews as well and the cover is kind of let me see if i can show you the cover i feel like I feel like that's a movie. Here, Here's the cover. So it's very, like, Stranger Things, old school, 1980s. Yes. Like, books I would yeah. have read in the 90s. <laughs> that's what the cover looks like. I feel like... I feel like this is a movie now, because we were trying to set up... My grandmother got this new um, Alexa, like, Echo one, the one that has, like, the screen and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can video call. And all of a sudden it was like playing my best friend's exorcism and started playing this movie <laughs> i was like oh we didn't say that <laughs> like, oh dear god 
Yeah, and I was like, out of all movies to suggest. So I think it was this one. But that cover, I love that cover so much. Yes. So yeah, it was made into a movie, but it was made into a movie this year. Yeah, and so what's funny is this was published in 2016, but that book, I mean, it looks like straight out of, like, I'd get this book in like R.L. Stein books like from the library as yeah it's like it would be all with like tucked into the goosebumps and the point like it even yeah. has like it even says like vhs, VHS on the book <laughs> that was a great cover so i was excited about that and the last book is remarkably bright creatures i put that oh. one on there and now i'm upset because i walked into the library one time and they had it there they had it set up like new reads like oh. fun reads that are popular yeah and I was like, oh it's on tiffany <laughs> No, Matt, I should have gotten it, because now it's, I don't even yeah, know I'm pretty how far, far in line. I put the physical copy and the uh, ebook on hold. So. Yeah, I did both as well, because I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the physical copy quicker, because that seems to be how it is. And it's not, not for this. This must be a super popular book. I mean, I get that it's also a, a new release and stuff, but... Like, well, I've seen it pop up everywhere on, like, book awards and mm-hmm. best of. Yeah, I'm yeah, 30th like, for the physical copy. And yeah, I'm 48 for the ebook. I was... Why is it say suspended? Resume hold. You're going to want to resume that hold. What the heck? <laughs> so I'm number 71 in line for the ebook. I did not know I had suspended that hold. And 24 for the physical copy, but I think when I put it on hold, the physical copy, I think I was in the 50s. And I was like, what the heck? What the heck? What the hell? What the hell? I'm first in line for the deep, so. Nice. I'm excited for the. One. I'm excited for the final girl support group because I've heard really good things about it and it's been on my list for a while, so like. If you really liked that other one, the horror store? Is that our haunted store? What was it called? Horror store. Horror story. It was, it was one where it's like this is one of the more bizarre horror books I've read, but it was so much fun to read <laughs> because everybody's been in that IKEA where like you're just walking around, and all of a sudden you're just you're lost. You're like I don't know how to get out of here. <laughs> the arrows on the floor have disappeared. <laughs> oh my god! So it was like I, I read it back in twenty. 15 I want to say it was right after I had moved from Lubbock to Austin I remember sitting it was like winter I remember sitting on my parents couch mm-hmm. like flipping through it reading it I think it was my, my Kindle maybe uh, reading it and just there's like I think a scene where they're running by and the chairs are like <laughs> <laughs> so like that's one word it's super weird and but I yeah it's like quirky enough and funny enough to where you can like manage that horror aspect of it so i'm excited i'm excited for the other two i'll let you know yeah. how like my best friend's exorcism and final yeah we'll do final girl support group together but because mm-hmm. that may be like that may be your horror person is that you kind of enjoy the funnier <laughs> like aspects of it yeah and the weirder aspects that, so yeah we'll see how that goes that's fun cool Anything else? Um, no. I don't think so. Uh, let okay. me check my notes and make sure I don't have anything else okay. in there. The World Cup has started. Kicked off today. Yep. 
Uh, and then F1 finished F1's today. over. Yeah, I got nuts. Yeah. Yeah, F1 finished. Okay, and what a what a boring season. It started off so promising where you thought you were going to get a fun fight between Red Bull and Ferrari and then there was some drama in the last race though. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So Red Bull was fighting for 6th and 7th. I don't know what happened to them. Well, they mm-hmm. they didn't uh qualify well or whatever. Um and Max Verstappen has already obviously taken the tramp the championship. Red Bull has already won the championship at this point. Yeah. And like Checo was fighting for second and so he needed to place higher up to get more points obviously. And they were like, hey, 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 let Max pass because he might be able to get ahead of these other drivers and, you know, get more points. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But if he doesn't, if he's not able to overtake, then he'll drop back and you'll go up into six. Well, they told Max, they were like, hey, hey, you got to help him out. You got to drop back. And he goes, I told you I'm not going to do that. I gave you my reasons. So, like, don't ask me again. And then just kept going. <laughs> Checo stays in seventh, and then in his radio, he goes, I helped him win two championships, and he does this to me. It goes to show you who he really is. Oh, no. And so then there was, like, Red Bull's trying to do damage damage control, and they're basically like, oh, they talked it out. And everyone's like, what was the reason? <laughs> what was the what reason? What was the reason? Everybody's like, you know, if they were fighting first and second, or the championship was still up for grabs... It makes sense, but it was sixth and seventh place, and everything's yeah. already been settled. Let him go and fight for second. <laughs> and then there was also, of course, like you know, like Daniel, Danny Ricardo was performing very well at Red Bull with Max as his his teammate, and then it seemed yeah. very weird that he would suddenly switch teams. And at the time, his reasoning was just like, hey, I want to join a team that puts me first. Like, I want a different team, just, you know, ready yeah. for, for me to switch. But now everybody is like, do you think he really switched because Max was an asshole? And then all of the fans who aren't Max fans are like, we told you. <laughs> like, he's always <laughs> been his way. <laughs> and I remember thinking That's in the last year, earlier this year, it's like, he's a he likes you as a teammate until you start beating him. Yeah. Or until you become competitive and then he doesn't like you. So Well I think I think you see like again, I've barely started watching this year and the only reason I started is because we did like a hot guy of Formula One. <laughs> and, and I, I, I got like, you to watch a good race. <laughs> yeah, watched. and I was like, wait. I was like, wait a minute, what are we what what who are these men? And I think what I've noticed from my small little expertise here is that you don't see that with Ferrari. Like, they are teammates and willing to help each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they are both, like, willing to... I don't know. Like, you don't see that, like, and Le- tension and that stuff with them. And, and like, to be fair, Leclerc, last race, was also complaining because Carlos got third, I think. And he mm-hmm. was, like, begging his team, let me switch, let me get third. Because him and Checo were neck and neck for second place. So he's mm-hmm. like, please let me switch with him. And he came off yeah. kind of as like a little bit of a crybaby too. Yeah. Um, but I think at this point they're so fed up with their strategy teams because they probably could have 
really had it, really given it a fight yeah. this year. But, um, but like him begging to switch to me is a little bit different from lashing out and being like, I'm not doing that, like defying team orders. So, yeah. But I said, I love the, if it weren't for me, he wouldn't have won two championships. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's eleven o'clock. I'm hungry. All right. Whale. Whale. Instagram. Whale. Whale. Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading w celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. And have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. You never know. 